The Coming of the August Grandchild. Amaterasu presented her grandson, Niniki, or Prince Rice Ear Ruddy Plenty, with many gifts. She gave him precious stones from the mountain steps of heaven, white crystal balls, and the most valuable gift of all, the divine sword that Susanu had discovered in the serpent. She also gave him the star mirror into which she had gazed when peeping out of her cave. Several deities accompanied Ninigi, including that lively maiden of mirth and dance, Uzume, whose dancing, it will be remembered, so amused the gods. Ninigi and his companions had hardly broken through the clouds and arrived at the eight-forked road of heaven when they discovered, much to their alarm, a gigantic creature with large and brightly shining eyes. So formidable was his aspect that Ninigi and all his companions, except the merry and bewitching Uzume, started to turn back with the intent to abandon their mission. But Uzume went up to the giant and demanded who it was that dared to impede their progress. The giant replied simply, I am the deity of the field paths. I come to pay my respect to Ninigi and beg to have the honor to be his guide. Return to your master, O fair Uzume, and give him this message. So Uzume returned and gave her message to the gods who had so ignominiously retreated. When they heard the good news, they greatly rejoiced, burst once more through the clouds, rested on the floating bridge of heaven, and finally reached the summit of Takachihi. The August grandchild, with the deity of the field paths for a guide, traveled from end to end of the kingdom over which he was to rule. Ninigi was so pleased with the service the deity of the field paths had rendered him that he gave that giant the Mary Uzume to wife. Ninigi, after having romantically rewarded his faithful guide, began to feel the stirring of love himself when one day, while walking along the shore, he saw an extremely lovely maiden. Who are you, most beautiful lady? inquired Ninigi. She replied, I am the daughter of the great mountain possessor. My name is Konohana, the princess who makes the flowers of the trees to bloom. Ninigi fell immediately in love with Konohana and went with all haste to her father, Ohoyama, and begged that he would favor him with his daughter's hand. But Oyohama had an elder daughter, Ihanaga, or Princess Long as the Rocks. As her name implies, she was not at all beautiful, but her father desired that Ninigi's children should have life as eternal as the life of the rocks. He therefore presented both his daughters to Ninigi, expressing the hope that the suitor's choice would fall upon Ihanaga. But Ninigi remained true to his choice and would not even look upon Ihanaga. This neglect made Princess Long as the Rocks extremely angry, and she cried out with more vehemence than modesty, Had you chosen me, you and your children would have lived long in the land. Now that you have chosen my sister, you and yours will perish as quickly as the blossom of trees, as quickly as the bloom on my sister's cheek. However, Ninigi and Konohana lived happily together for quite some time. But one day, 
jealousy came to Nanigi and robbed him of his peace of mind. He, of course, had no cause to be jealous, and Konohana much resented his treatment. She retired to a little wooden hut and set it on fire. From the flames came three baby boys. We need only concern ourselves with two of them, though. Hoderi, meaning fire shine, and Hoori, meaning fire fade. Hoori, as we shall see later on, was the grandfather of the first Mikado of Japan. <laughs> 